0: Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You are always scum, rebel
1: scum. James, uh, nope. no, 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 rebel scum podcast episode whatever. Brock, I'm James. Okay. Um, book of Boba Fett came out today, so let's not waste any time with the usual gibber jabber. Um. James,
0: I just saw New Riverdale content. last night. Did you see it? It was Riverdale.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did the Scooby Gang get up to their usual hijinks? Yeah. Oh, I True story. I haven't, watch,
0: I haven't watched Riverdale in a while. I'm watching The Witcher and I'm watching Lost in Space. But Mandalorian yeah. season four came out today. That's the Book of Boba Fett.
1: <laughs> Imagine if it was just like Mandalorian, <laughs> Star Wars colon the Mandalorian colon the Book of Boba Fett.
0: Do you know we're going? to... Okay, we should. Before we get started, Brock, spoilers for Book of Boba Fett, Episode oh, yeah. One. We gotta let you know right off the hop. Spo- I mean, I think it's in the title of this, but just in case you haven't seen it, we're gonna go deep into spoiler territory on Episode One of the Mando, no, of the Boba. Boba Fett has all. You know this, Brock. Boba Fett has always been my favorite Star Wars character. Not once have I said he hasn't been my favorite Star Wars character. What? No, I'm just a bandwagon. <laughs> I never, truth be, truth be told, I never cared about Boba Fett. I mean, I liked him. I was a bigger Django Fett fan. Um, but let's get into it, Brock. Let's go book a Boba Fett, episode one. Spoiler talk. If you're still here and you haven't seen it, we're going to give you three seconds to get out of here. One, two. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Brock, you're Yeah.
1: Up. Wow. Like, I feel like I should have watched it a second time and taken notes. I need to start yeah. taking notes to show. Um... I didn't do my usual thing, wake up at six in the morning to watch it. I am married now. I have responsibilities. I <laughs> waited till we had breakfast and we watched it. Um, uh, so I watched it with my wonderful wife, Reham, and it was like, it was great. It was just like, in, you're in immediately. I think we paused it for a second because uh, somebody called, so we paused it. and It was like four minutes, and that's when I texted you. I'm like, four minutes and this this show's already perfect do i think yeah, it's gonna be a perfect series let's no, not get crazy but like just like the first 30 seconds is like how did he get out of the Starlink pit is like well he's boba fett he got out of the Starlight pit um
0: but, but that but him getting out of the Starlight pit was 35 seconds and more interesting than most of the television i've watched in the last 11 years
1: <laughs> it's i don't know It's i had i know that reham was like there's like what what is this he's like i in Sarlacc Pit, which is me trying to be normal, and uh, she's listening right now. And so I knew exactly where Boba Fett was, <laughs> but it was like, do you think that was always the plan, or is that fan service? Because like for however long has been the theory that like Boba Fett could somehow get out of the Sarlacc Pit, because you don't die immediately.
0: I think um, George Lucas always said Boba Fett was dead, mm-hmm. so that is that but George Lucas has nothing to do with Star Wars now, so that's out. And I believe the Mandalorian, this is what's cool about everything Star Wars, and it's, it's like poetry, it rhymes. <laughs> is is Star Wars was was created because George Lucas couldn't get the rights to Flash Gordon. The Mandalorian was created, I believe, because because Lucasfilm said, No, John Favreau, you cannot tell a Boba Fett story. And so we get the Mandalorian. And so it's kind of like the Mandalorian explodes. And they're like, okay, John Favreau, we're going to let you do your Boba Fett story. And I think this was John Favreau's, um, you know, his own mind concoction on Boba mm. Fett, his own. You know, he said that it was him playing in, with his toys in the sandbox as a kid, right? Like, so he probably has had a version of this in his head of Boba Fett getting out of the Sarlacc pit since 1980. And he's now been able to put a, a you know version of that on on screen, and I I thought, it as someone who always was like both dead I don't care both I never cared, I was like perfect perfect we saw you know stormtroopers being because do he's being digested in there for how yeah. long like two hundred years or something like he's being a thousand years I think is the a line could be wrong yeah, two two hundred I'm very I don't know Star Wars we have all But like he's being digested, which was awesome because then he gets out and it's like, but he's still kind of like suffering from being digested in the belly of the beast. Yeah. So, but yeah, I just thought, I don't know. I just, I, I didn't know what to expect from this show. And like you said, right off the bat, I was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm in because I'm, it didn't, it wasn't. I don't know how to describe it because it didn't blow me away in a specific way, but it kept me intrigued yeah. and interested from yeah, start yeah, to finish. Yeah, 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 And I was like, and it was when they were in the, so they go back and forth in time, obviously. But when they were in the past, th- to be honest, Brock, when they first showed the past and there was like Django Fed and all that stuff, I was like, Camino. Yeah. I was like, best show I'm, ever existed. But then there was a point when I was like, oh, am I going to get t-? Am I gonna get tired of them going back in time? Because I did that on I'm also watching the Lost in Space show on Netflix right now, and they go, they like flashback once in a while. I'm like, okay, I'm getting tired of this. And I was like, is that how I'm gonna feel on Boba Fett? But when they went back in Boba Fett, I was I found myself all in on the past. Mm, mm. And then when they came back, I'm like, well, no, no, I want to go back. I want to go back. And then when they were in the present, I was like, I was all in on the present. And then when they go to the past, no, 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 no. Like, so, I'm all in on both of it right now. I don't know how you feel uh, about flashbacks in general, and also if you're in on those.
1: It's like there was so there's like a lot of stuff happening that, like, I, yeah, I forgot that they show like a, like a show. And I'm like, I was like, I was like, the Camino, this is where he was created. Uh, uh. And then when you really think about it, they didn't show anything on Camino they just showed like it's a flash of him remembering Camino yes. It's the shot from Attack of the Clones. Um, yeah it was awesome uh oh by the way ep has it's a thousand years that you're in the sarlacc pit um but yeah no i you're right like there's like the main story and flashback story is like it's all in and it, it wasn't confusing at all i love that like um when he would go into these these like uh, uh what's the thing called the uh, The uh, where you're healing, um,
0: the bath of tank,
1: bath tank. Um, they're like his dreams while he's in there. Um, what did you think of that effect where it was like did like grainy when it would go to the memory? Did you notice that, or
0: did I know? I was in love with that. I was like, 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 like
2: (laughs) I was like, oh, I love,
1: I (laughs) love those. Like, it's not nothing new, we've seen it where like there's some kind of. Effect that allows us to know that we're looking at a different time or whatever.
0: As soon as that came on the screen, you know what came to my mind. I, I guess it was Robert Rodriguez. I get right, I'm like, oh, this is Robert Rodriguez. It's Clerks 2. Do you remember Clerks 2 is all yeah. in color, but there's a, at the beginning it's in black and white, and then the yeah. flames are in color, and, and then the movie becomes. And I remember way way back, Kevin Smith showed that movie to Robert Rodriguez, and he says, and he said to Kevin. Smith, why didn't you make the whole movie black and white? And I was like, oh, that, I don't know why, but I was like, I love that effect and I love that it slowly it was very slow transition to color after that. Um, so I, But I got to bring up something that Heidi said, because I did talk about this with a few people today, and that's that there was no baby Yoda reveal moment. There was nothing like that at the end of the episode. We should probably talk about this later on, but I want to get to this before I forget that Heidi's bringing this up. Um, So I, I do think that that's something that Um, unlike the Mandalorian which exploded Brock I think the fact that there is no baby Yoda moment I I think that that is the one and I don't think it needs it I'm not saying it needs it but I think that's something that will take away from some people's view of the show is that there's no there's no big moment in this episode no and well
1: like just getting to know like how exactly he got out of that starlight. Like, him erupting from the sand, it's like... Yes. Oh. Um, so, that's good enough. I I guess... I, I was thinking, like, Heidi meant, like, we would learn something about Grogu or Baby Yoda. But you're right. It's in the first episode of Mandalorian. It's the reveal that, like, the acid is a baby. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I was happy with it. it I wanted more. So, that's okay. Yeah, no, like not- I'm, like, psyched.
0: Mm-hmm. But think about the first episode of Mandalorian you were happy with, but the Baby Yoda moment is what exploded mm-hmm. that episode. Baby Yoda exploded Disney Plus, yeah. Like, and, and this show was like uh, this episode of the show, I should say, it didn't have that. And for me, I never this and I want to attribute this to how good this episode was, was I never thought of that. That wasn't like came to mind until afterwards. Like well after I was like, yeah, I didn't do anything. I'm like, it it was, it was about this and it stuck to this. And that's what it was. And when the end credits rolled and it said created by John Favreau and only John Favreau, it was (laughs) kind of like, Oh yeah, no, this is like, it felt like the man, it was very, it was so much like a sibling of the Mandalorian in the way it yeah. felt and it moved, not just because of the armor, but the storytelling and all that. It just it felt it just felt like, you know what it was, Brock. I'm just gonna say it. It just felt like everybody involved had a great time. Yeah, like everybody from start to finish. And Doug Chang continues to be the 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 missing link of George Lucas. Yeah. Uh, Leaving is Doug Chang just showing up and like his vision is just beautiful stuff. And Goro Goro appeared who thought Goro would be in Star Wars, <laughs> but we got Goro. Oh, that's
1: yeah. what you meant. I was like, What are you <laughs> rambling about?
0: <laughs> it's Goro, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you put anyone with four arms, it's suddenly Goro, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but H- Heidi wants to clarify, no, I know Heidi, I completely agree. There was no oh, oh my yeah, god yeah, yeah. moment, and I do because as great as the story was, baby Yoda is an oh my god moment. And we definitely did not get that in this. And I, I would mm. argue we didn't need it.
1: No. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think you're right. Uh, I think, it was, uh, yeah, it's yeah. After so many series of, uh, Marvel where we get two episodes at one, I'm like, where's the second one? <laughs> uh, do we know how many episodes this series is
0: It's sick? I think it's eight. Oh my God. It
1: should be more. Um, but yeah, no, it was great. Um, yeah uh what were your thoughts on now we have a i mean we've technically had a boba fett talking in mandalorian but like now we're kind of following him specifically it's like do you think people pointed with how this boba fett is functioning i think it's good i mean he used to be just like this cool looking boba uh boba (laughs) cool looking bounty hunter that was in the background, and now he has thoughts and feelings and all that. He's doing this thing where, like, he's doing what he's not doing what you're supposed to do on Tatooine when you're trying to be a crime lord. I think it's good. Do you do you think fans are going to be disappointed with this kind of character, um, or is this like the Boba Fett we've been dreaming of for like thirty years?
0: You know, I, I I'll say this: I think with the way fans reacted to luke skywalker and last jedi going left when you thought he was going to go right or hoping he would go right yeah both that's kind of doing the same it's a little bit different i think this one i think fans will be more on board with this because he's still brutal I just, I, you know, as someone who, like I said, I didn't care. Like, Boba Fett was no one that ever stood out to me. Like, I had the toy when I was a kid, but I never cared. Like, it wasn't a toy I even, I, I don't know, maybe because I was so young, it wasn't, the design didn't appeal to me when I was younger. I preferred yeah. Jabba and Han. Han, like, I preferred the characters that I knew from the movies more than, that's still how I kind of am. It's weird. Like, I'm more like, if I reckon, like, I'm more into that. But, you know, when we did the, when I used to go back to the Disney store to get those elite series every week, mm-hmm. if you remember that, I, I got the Boba Fett. I got them. I was lucky enough to get them all and I got the Boba Fett one and I looked at it and it was the first time I really like looked at Boba Fett and I was like, oh, he is kind of slick. Like, I was like, I started to really appreciate the design and everything of Boba Fett that people had seen for, you know, 40 years until that point. It took me that long to figure it out. And then and I you- got the alternate version of it with a cape. And I was like, oh, this is beautiful. Then I got the white version, which is the, um, what's it called? The, whatever the crow, the prototype Boba Fett. And I was like, oh, this is fantastic. And then I, I and then brought Rob, Darth Ward got me a die cast model of his ship. And I just had to get into like Boba Fett. Like i un- unknowingly, I kind of became obsessed with Boba Fett without realizing. Like I didn't even, it didn't, I didn't cut. Co- like if you look, I have, all these Ray—I Re- can't see it now—but I have all these Raylow figures, and then there's like a shelf of Boba Fett, which is kind of accumulated over time, on like subconsciously, I guess. And but but that being said, is like I never th- thought about who Boba Fett was as like a person underneath all of that, and yeah. now seeing this as with all that said, I think that that it was this is like the best version of Boba Fett to see because it's someone who's like okay it's not just going to be ruthless it's going to be more it's always more interesting when there's character development and like someone who's against the grain like you said you're going to say this on our rankings our ranking show with the last Jedi making the twists and turns and not sticking to the status quo and I think Boba Fett you know there's a line in the trailer that you might not have heard so I hope you know I don't mean to ruin it for you but he says I'm not a bounty hunter I'm a crime lord and like what is a crime lord and how do you take the status quo of being a crime lord and elevating that to something Mm -hmm. even greater? And I think that's what the trajectory of the Boba Fett character is.
1: Yeah, like, it's just, I was thinking about it. It's just sort of like, uh, he's just sort of notorious through the galaxy. That's what, like, his stigma has been. And then, like, in the movies, like, all we got was, like, he's no good to me. dead. And it's like, (laughs) no, no. (laughs) No, what does Vader say to him? No evaporation to like disintegrations. Disintegrations, thank you. It's like he isn't afraid to deal with uh whatever is done. Like so, like him sort of saying, Well, I'm not like he's like he kind of goes he does whatever he wants, just like Django kind of did whatever he wants, and like you know, perhaps the this will play in the story like. He was surrounded by clones of him that were just doing what they were told. And he's like, I don't do what I'm told, typically. I, so it's sort of like, it fits in the sense that he's like, oh, Jabba would never do this. It's like, well, I'm not Jabba. <laughs> yeah. This was the problem with Jabba's empire. And let's fix that. Like, So I think he sees big picture. And I, I think it all works that it's like he's not necessarily a bad guy the code and if you're in the way of that or you're his um who he's trying to bounty hunt then yeah like uh so i don't know i'm very i'm looking forward to uh um the future episodes of this like yeah <laughs> like more more flashbacks please um uh reham said to me is like isn't it crazy that like this guy like twenty years ago, just did a part in Attack of the Clones, and then was just, you know, he was Jango Fett, and then they're like, okay, we're gonna use you as the face for all the clones, and then that was that. And like, look at him now; like, he's he's got his own series. Like, that's crazy. It's yeah. <laughs> a totally different character, technically. Um, and he, he
0: has his own series because George Lucas sold the franchise, and yeah. and a fan took over it you know like a fan decided like i want to tell this story about it all so yeah it's that it is kind of crazy to <laughs> he went from like career not career but star wars over to yeah. star wars has just begun this is the beginning of, of it. uh kicking air to know if we watch that documentary i haven't yet because I neither lived. have i <laughs> It's. I, it came up after it's 21 minutes long. I think I could yeah. fit it in to my daily schedule. I might watch it, I, but I've heard that I've seen a lot of that footage already. Anyway, so one day I'll watch it. We're not real fans, Brock. We don't really <laughs> like Star Wars. We, yeah, I, I really only like the holiday special and uh, other things too. Uh, what? But what? What else stuck out in this episode? The, the Fennec Shen was a complete badass. The parkour scene on the rooftop was, yeah, yeah. was so much. It was fun to watch. It's That's just so fun to funny, watch because
1: riam's like parkour, 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 like that Office <laughs> meme. Office, the
0: Office. That's all I can think it was. The Office. Parkour, parkour. Uh, oh wow, Dale. Dale's watched Under the Helmet eight times.
1: So. <laughs> Is it good, Dale? I hope so.
0: <laughs> it's actually he's like it's subpar. It's, <laughs> it's terrible. He watches it out of spite.
1: It's like Xanadu, Xanadu, and Ishtar mashed together, and <laughs> the room. Uh, but uh,
0: where's this show going? Where is you, this going?
1: What did you think of uh, Jennifer Beals' um, toilet twi- character? Like, oh, do that's why I was- think we're gonna see her again. Is that it?
0: Yeah. No, no, we are, and I think that's why I said, "Where do you think this show's going?"
2: Mm-hmm. Because
0: I think um, there's an un—I think because he's changing the way he is, Fennec Shan is going to turn out to be right. Um, I could be wrong, but I and I think she is not going to take to him pleasantly, and she's not going to be very happy about his rule. Um, perhaps she wants to be the ruler. I don't know, um, but I don't think like the way she was acting. I thought, I actually, I wasn't really sure what to make of her being, like, I was like, why is she in it? And then when she showed up, I'm like, oh, she's playing coy. Like, her servants and everyone are like, oh, we, you know, we will wash your helmet and give you money and blah, blah, blah. She's playing along, you know, she has a facade going on and she, I think, I think, I wouldn't be surprised if she ends up being a piece of the big bad. But like when everything, when the mystery starts to unfold or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. she's 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 after she's after something, and whether or not that's the throne or or just whatever, I don't know. But I think yeah, I don't trust her, and I think you know, I think she, uh, I think she's up to no good. What about you? Um, Heidi, we gotta we gotta recognize. (laughs) <laughs> it's a small town
1: girl on a Saturday night uh, uh, I don't know what to feel about it just sort of like she was the notable like drop-in character cameo and, um, I do know I don't like it when Twi'leks have normal skin tone <laughs> even though Bib Fortuna had that same kind of like skin tone I'm like oh, I like it better when they're like green or orange or whatever so i was just like ah she's too human <laughs> but what do we know i mean there could be more to it maybe she's half human and half twilight like, i don't know it's just like um but yeah i can't i honestly can't remember really what she said <laughs> it was just sort of like she's there um she could definitely could be big bad um but like do we think like the mayor of moss Ma- Mas- as is that Mon es- Maz Espa is like the closest place it's not
0: that's the hammer right athorian i think that's the guy from the trailers oh okay and, yeah um, yeah so I, I no yeah i'm he's probably the big bad in this mm. but she she definitely yeah i don't know i i just i don't trust her at all. But, you know, the irony could be that at the end, she comes and saves the day like the Gamorian guards did. By the way, Gamorian guards, the
2: best.
1: Yes,
0: so the happy. Best. Awesome. And th- the thing that I love about Favreau kind of doing these is the respect he has for everything that has come before. Like everything. Sequel trilogy, prequel trilogy, original trilogy. There's just a love for all of it. And the lore lives on throughout it all. Because and it, that's, that's what I love. And that's why I'm hoping we get, you know, be one and Andor coming up this year, too, and Mando season three, obviously. But those two, I'm really hoping that uh, hoping that uh we get more love. Like, the minute, like, when the show started and we saw pit droids, I was like... Yeah. <laughs> they, the thing is, you can hate pit droids all you want. They exist in the world,
2: mm-hmm. right?
0: Like, they mm-hmm. exist in Star Wars. All these things exist, and... I I still, you know what though? I, I'm holding out. I'm I'm waiting Brock for a Gungan to make a triumphant return to it. Like midi chlorians have come back. I'm waiting for a Gungan, and I'm yeah. waiting to see how they. I'm waiting how to see you doing it because look, look, they've done pitroids. They've done midi chlorians.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, they, what else have they done? They don't life day. They've done things that Star Wars fans, you know put their noses up to and they've done it in a way that you accept and you're like oh okay fine you know that's what they've worked with the mandalorian and now this so i'm waiting to see what's when we're gonna get our first gun
1: uh what did you think of the assassins with the shields which uh king airs called parkour shield ninjas Um, like we're talking about a scene that looks cool, but then also Dale saying that they were the mayor's assassins. What do you think about that?
0: I think Dale's right. Actually, I never, I, I, I will pretend that I thought that the entire time, but I never did until you, I saw him write that. I kind of think he's right. Who else would they be? I don't think we're meant to know that they're the mayor's assassins. And I don't think Boba Fett's meant to know that they're the mayor's assassins. And that's why he obviously needs them. Did he, Mm -hmm. did he get them at the end? Or did it end before he he got
1: I I think like Fennec is, them. keeps one of them and then that's
0: yeah. But but he but we don't see him with that yet, right? With no, no no no. Okay, yeah. So I know I think Dale's right. Um, I'm down with it. I think that makes a lot of sense. They were definitely new. Um, I thought. I mean, I'm glad that that was in the first episode because I was all over the trailer. I thought. It, I I thought actually, to be honest with you, the first fight. In this, on the streets, was okay, but when when Boba Fett blew that one guy up, I was yeah. I thought I thought it really started from there, and then Fennec Shannon climbing up the wall, and then the parkour chase. That to me was the most fun part of that whole thing. When they're on the ground, I was like, this is fine. Um, it didn't lose me, but I was like, I wasn't as invested in that as I was after it. To be mm-hmm. honest, frankly, I don't. know. I'm getting old. The action stuff just you know whatever.
1: Like, uh, I also, when he took off his helmet when he came out of the Sarlacc pit and he already had no, he was already bald with no eyebrows. like, ah, do we think, like, he just didn't have hair going in or, like, the acid or something? I, I, I always like was, to say.
0: I think that was from being digested.
1: Yeah, okay, I hope so. I mean, I hope we get it, like that's how invested in the show is i'm like where did his hair go like he's got that big scar on the side of his head is that from the sarlacc pet is that from just being a bounty hunter like i'm looking forward to little tidbits like that um but it's uh i liked i did, what do you think about this whole storyline with the tuscan raiders i think we kind of because when we see him for the first time in season two of mm-hmm. mandalorian he's got a gaffy stick or is it the yep. first episode or second or third? Whatever they... No, the second... <laughs> when did they hunt the crate Dragon? Is that all in the first episode?
0: He's not in that episode, though.
1: But anyways, when we first see him in Season 2 of Mandalorian, he's got a gaffy stick. So we're like, okay, he, it looks like he's probably spent um, time Tuscan Raiders. So, yeah. like, now we're going to see that. So, like... I think you called it, like, a silent film because it's, like, it's one guy who can't speak any of the languages. There's no real conversation.
0: Which, again, is very Star Wars. If you watch mm-hmm. A New Hope, it's, like, a silent film for the last... for the first 15, 20 minutes after Vader shows up and no one to stop us. It's, like, then it's 3PO and R2 on a desert quietly, yeah. you know? And I I loved it because you let the visuals tell the story and the music, which by the way, the music was, I thought the music was so good in this. And I know mm-hmm. I, I was like, I was like, this doesn't feel like um Ludwig. V- What's his name? G- Ludwig. Yeah. It didn't sound like him, but it sounded like, him. it was kind of mm-hmm. like, it reminded me of, of like solo, a star Wars story where it wasn't John Williams, but like, they just, they hit that they, I thought, fi- I think it was John Powell did that one. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. And I think they. And as much as I thought uh, Giacchino's great for Rogue One, I just, th- I mean mm-hmm. he didn't have, I thought the solo music was just so, per- like, just phenomenal music. Yeah, this yeah. one felt the same, where I was like, the music, I could, I you knew it wasn't the same, because it was kind of like, it was somebody taking what you knew and making it anew. And it was just—I just thought the music was so good in this, from start to finish. It was a little bit more dramatic than the Mandalorian, like a little bit more like in your face, and I—I I, I thought that fit Boba Fett himself. Uh, so I, I really did. But I, I think the, the storyline with the the Tuscan raids—I'm looking forward to. I—I I, yeah. well, every time they were in there, I was like, they looked so good, and I was just like, oh man, Star Wars is. Such a nice-looking... It's just everything's so nice-looking. You know, like, the, the, the designs are so, like, perfect. But it's just... Like, the Star Wars is just, like, the designs are better than... There were a few... I thought the Trindosian and the, the Goro, they were a little bit off of Star Wars. They were more like... Mm. They, they almost looked a little bit more Star Trek and and I don't know, something like Wind Command. It was like something else, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was, yeah, I don't know. I just... Star Wars is awesome.
1: I didn't hate this Sam creature, because that's why I called it in the... In the yeah, in no, the,
0: I loved it. I loved it. it
1: just, in the captioning. But uh, it was like, okay, this is CG, but it looked like... It looked like yeah. something that George Lucas would have created in the original movies, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't feel like Star Wars. I agree with you on that, but it looked kind of practical at the same time. They,
0: I think they did the animation where I think they pro- I'll bet you when we see like the making of, I'll mm-hmm. bet you they took out like a couple frames here and there to give it that stop motion. Oh, yeah,
1: okay, yeah, yeah. To give it that, that stop motion.
0: Yeah, I'll bet you that's what they did. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what like that's what Star Wars is. And that's what we talk about when we were like, come I mean, they bring Jabba back. And if you watch Star- uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, and the dog, the alien, the ghost dog thing, you're like, mm-hmm. yes, they can bring Jabba back because I've seen it. And now you see this and you're like, they could bring Jabba back. They do the new technology, but you make it look mm-hmm. like old technology yeah. and then you get the best of both worlds. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I think, like Heidi said, it was missing, the, it wasn't, it didn't have the baby Yoda moment to make it be like the talk of the town. No. But it doesn't, it's not that kind of show. And I was talking to Fantasia a little while ago. And I really mm-hmm. enjoyed the Hawkeye show. And the Hawkeye show doesn't do anything either. It's just kind of like, here, enjoy the show. And yeah. every time it was losing me, it's like the Hawkeye show knew, though. Like, every time it was losing me, it was like, just, they're like, play some Nat King Cole. And it would drag me right back in. And this is kind of like the same, only with other than Nat King Cole, but it's with something else, right? It's like, this is going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. But also, it's a side story. You know, this isn't the main event. This isn't the the steak. This is like the green beans that go with your steak, or, something. you know, or maybe this is the pumpkin pie or something. It's still really good. And, and I really enjoy it. I'm just happy that we have Star Wars back also. Like, we get to watch, you know, something that takes place in a galaxy far, far away with a character that, you know, has kind of been in our lives. Our in- for us, Brock, this character has been in our lives since we were born. Mm hmm. And for Heidi, yeah. the first time she saw Star Wars was the holiday special, which is the first time <laughs> Boba Fett <laughs> made an appearance. So, so this guy's been with Heidi the entire time. She's like Star Wars too. <laughs> um.
1: Yeah. No. Like, it was like. Yeah. I, I just. I was gonna say. Did you see what Kicking Air said? Like, yeah, that's so cool. Like, like I said earlier, I'm like, I need to rewatch this. There's so many details. It's almost like I need to watch it twice every every episode. So, um. Yeah, it, it, you know when there's like a cantina scene there's like there's gonna be something something in the background um someone mentioned i think it was sd uh, matt berry is the voice of the droid i believe in uh Jabba's palace because i was like why is that so familiar i thought it was peter setterfanowitz and i'm like oh darth, darth Maul voice back at it again but it was matt berry who's like one of my like, favorite actors right now like i love and what we do in the shadows i love it crowd uh toast of london like that guy is hilarious so i was just like i really he comes back as a voice um i mean well like um richard iota is like the one bounty hunter droid um in mandalorian so clearly favreau and filoni love it crowd so it's glad to see those people popping up um and I, that's perfect for a star wars show where we can drop in these comedians like how many comedians and in, in are in mandalorian like there's at least like a dozen like that just pop in and out and they're like they're, they're not like it's not like the muppets where it's a cameo it's like no they're actually a character funny maybe they're not i don't know like you got an amy sadar Yeah, I know. Like you got like a uh, Brian Brian Pusain's in the first or Steve Agee. Brian Pussain's like the one like speeder first episode of Mandalorian, and he's just he's a character. He's not trying to be funny, so it's like, um. But yeah, uh, I love the show. I don't know. Maybe I don't want to be a shill for Disney, but like I'm super psyched for this and. Moments today, I was like, I wish to just put the entire season out. But like, like we always say, it's like it's nicer to have one episode every week. It's, it's great. Way...
0: So. Yeah, it's, like I said, I'm watching the Lost in Space show and The Witcher. And um, <clears throat> anyone that listens to this knows I love The Witcher and I read the books and everything. And and I'm loving that, but I can't do like more than two episodes of that. I'm like, I tap out. I'm just <laughs> like, I'm done. And the pro- the problem though, Brock, is and I don't like. If if you like binging, I have nothing against people sitting mm-hmm. down and watching. You know, like it, that's not what this is. It's it's just the the problem with it is is you know when Stranger Things season whatever comes out, you're gonna watch it and I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. But we're gonna watch it at different times, and one of us is gonna watch it before the other one finishes it, and then we can't talk <laughs> about it, right? You can't have any yeah. conversation because then also you if you binge it and I don't it's all one big episode for you but for me it's like eight different episodes and you're like well my favorite part was when uh 11 uh, ate an ego and i'm like well when did that happen i'm on episode <laughs> five and you're like oh i thought it was episode four but it might have been episodes that's what i like about this is we get to sit mm-hmm. down every week yeah watch it digest it and talk about it
1: and yeah absolutely w- absolutely
0: WWE are making a cameo appearance
1: what say again is,
0: is WWR making a cameo appearance oh I hope so like, like <laughs> wrap it up we gotta watch lost in space danger Will <laughs> Robinson danger uh
1: yeah no I think I. it was funny um there's not a ton of uh, hollow news today cause all is about <laughs> Book of Boba Fett um uh A lot of the reviews, though, were like, I didn't read them, but the titles were like, it's a slow burn, or it wasn't very exciting. I'm like, well, like, still Star Wars content. Like, it's, maybe it doesn't, like, this is always the problem Star Wars falls on, where it's like, it's got to be amazing reveal at some point. Like, Empire Strikes Back is one of the best sequels, one of the best, and arguably one of the best Star Wars films but then, you know, you have the famous, like, Luke, Luke I am your father. Luke, no, Luke, I am your father. But whatever. I know I'm getting it wrong. But, like, after he did that, he opened Pandora's box, where it always has to be some crazy reveal. Yeah,
0: and then, if, and then it's, you know, it's uh, their brother and sister. And then, yeah, you're right. It, but the prequels didn't really have reveals. And everyone kind of forgets that the oh, exactly. were like we knew what the reveals were in the prequels. There were still yeah. big reveals, but we knew them. And for some reason, though, no, we associate Star Wars with twists and turns, and that's not what it's about. And then, and then the 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 sequels, I guess we there were no twists really in the sequels. And then, like I mean, Palpatine, sure, but the, but like you know, and then the Mandalorian was Boba, it was Baby Yoda, right? It was Baby Yoda was the big thing, and then Boba Fett returned. And like how you said, there's no. If if this episode would have ended with a baby whatever, I think those reviews would be a lot different. But I saw something that said, Return of the Jedi ruins Star Wars forever. And I didn't read the article, but I saw the headline. And I said, I kind of get it because it kind of like, op- it exploded. <clears throat> but really it was the Empire Strikes Back that ruined Star Wars forever because of the twist at the end and because it worked so well that it not no not ruin ruin but you know what i mean like yeah yeah, yeah, the, yeah the expectations now are always like what's the big twist gonna be why does it have to be a big twist why can't we just sit down and watch a guy in a green helmet kick some ass with with ming in a in an orange helmet mm-hmm, kicking mm-hmm. more ass like why is that not entertaining enough for us anymore are we so spoiled that we have to have baby yoda show up at the end of everything now
2: I don't know. I don't know.
1: It's like you can't please everyone. I I saw an article when I was searching, when I was searching uh, for Hollow New stuff, and it was like, it was like Mary's character in <laughs> Book of Boba Fett ruins this movie, and that's why I'm like, what? <laughs> like they're just pulling it out of the thin air. It's like that voice of the droid that was <laughs> remarkably ch- uh, charming. It's like. <laughs> Who cares? Whatever, man. Um it, it seemed like the reports were pretty accurate that like the trailers were pretty much from the first episode, though we didn't see the dying big, big show in the first or second trailer. So we're assuming that's next. I think they're
0: Yeah, and the I, mayor. I, the it, mayor's gotta be coming soon too.
1: Yeah, and like and then yeah, the 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 uh, Thorian as well, you're right. Um, But like, I liked what we got because it was sort of like I liked when people were paying their uh, tribute yeah. to him and they're like, did you catch anything? He's like, I don't know. It's something about being friends. Like, It's like, we need a protocol droid. <laughs> yeah.
0: I know. Are they going to get a protocol droid? I would love it if oh, they man. got a protocol droid.
1: Speaking of which...
0: Uh,
1: oh, what's that? Uh, yeah. Uh, you got two of them? Good God.
0: <laughs> I got two. I because uh we do a gift exchange and you know, when people don't know what to get me, they get yeah, they me get these Star Wars, Wars. And these are these yeah. are pretty they're pretty hilarious though. I will say they're they are pretty sweet looking. One's on a tablet and one's drinking blue milk. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. Pauline's on my side. Uh, you yeah. see, Pauline, did you see the mayor of Brampton ripped uh hold on, there's an article. With the mayor of Brampton ripping uh, uh, Ontario's misleading COVID hospital data. The mayor of Brampton. Yeah, what about it? I'm just I'm just saying, Mayor, Brampton, r- mayor of Brampton Brampton. Actually, the mayor of Brampton, I don't know who that is anymore, but the mayor of Brampton is pretty outspoken, pretty amazing individual, I will say. So anyway, whatever. But
1: uh Patrick Brown, uh, he did not pay tribute to Boba Fett yet, so we'll see what happens there. Perhaps he's the big bad. Um, yeah, oh, as always, I love that this, like, these Favreau Filoni shows end with concept art. Oh, amazing. And yes. when you said protocol joy, it made me, because the one concept art where Boba's sitting on the throne, Jabba's throne, or I guess Bib Fortuna's throne, there's just a, a protocol droid head just sitting um. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, also, there was one thing we were talking about music that I wanted to bring up. It was like, what did you think? It seemed the uh, Boba Fett theme. There was like music, and it was like someone starts like singing at some point.
0: I love I love the music in yeah. the show. All all from start to finish, I thought it was fantastic. I I believe the the theme was written by Ludwig. Call me out
2: with the mm. last name yeah, I, and,
0: I, yeah and so the rest was all oh i can't remember the person's name but i just i thought i honestly i was like i was like oh this i'm really in, i was really digging the music in this show it was it was it was similar enough to the mandalorian that it felt connected but it was different enough from the mandalorian where it felt like a fresh new uh, new show and i really appreciated it and i really i really enjoyed it and i'm not just saying that as a show um because there was a point where I was like, "Oh, I like this theme. Like, mm-hmm. I, liked I liked it. I liked it a lot."
1: Yeah, no, I'm super psyched for next Wednesday. Um, I don't even like want to like hypothesize what's going to happen next because it's like, uh, I think we know certain things are going to happen, but like, I want to experience it as it goes. So yeah, super psyched. Faber and Filoni, like, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, is is uh, Riggs doing all of the episodes. No,
0: Bryce Dallas Howard is back. It's they what they've basically done is, I honestly think that this is Favreau's. The Mandalorian was Favreau's baby, and this is his love child. And so he brought back his favorite people from from the Mandalorian, and Robert Rodriguez was like, "I want, I want in on this because I love, I've loved the fit my whole life, and I think." They've just kind of made a new show, so there's multiple directors. I know Bryce Dallas Howard is one of them. Um, I'm not sure who else, but uh, we'll see next week. Mm. I, I'm pretty sure Rodriguez will yeah. do multiple episodes, but we'll see. I thought he, I thought the directing of this episode was better than his episode of The Mandalorian, to to be completely honest with you. And I, I was watching um, that. I do pay attention to that stuff more and more. And uh, hmm. I thought, he, I thought, and I just thought it was handled. Uh, I just thought it was handled better whatever think what you want I, it's all subjective I don't care um, yeah so we'll see next week uh, who knows next week Steven Spielberg will be directing the episode <laughs> Steven <that>. Spielberg <laughs> it'll be a musical
1: his uh, Spanish Spanish uh, alternative Steven Spielberg
0: Steven Spielberg, will go. Steven Spielberg will go. Uh mm. Okay. alright you want to go to the odds
1: Let's do it.
0: Here we go. The possibility of successfully
1: navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3720 to one. Never tell me the odds.
0: Don't tell him the odds, Brock. Don't tell him the odds. Rumor has it. Anyway, don't tell him the odds. Also, later on, Brock, top five moments from 2021. Star Wars moments from 20. Oh man. 21. I can't even think of five moments of Star Wars from 2021, but I cannot. Wait.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to pull up. You didn't send me a rundown, so I have to find Yes, I I it.
0: did bro, I did, Brock. I sent you a rundown. Where is it?
1: Where is it, James?
0: Two two thirty PM
1: <laughs> Nothing.
0: I sent you at two thirty PM. It's in my outbox. Look.
1: I got Look. the StreamYard link at six thirty PM. There
0: it is. Two thirty PM. Look. To Brock, right there.
1: <laughs> That's great. It's still not in my thing. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got it. Never Tell Me The Odds is brought to you and me by our Patreons. Oh, look at that. 2.35 just popped into my thing. <laughs> um, There's nothing on here.
0: <laughs> Do you want me to just say them all?
1: Yeah, at this point, because I just closed them, you you totally messed with my thing. Anyways, uh, Patreon.com. If you like what we do, come on down to Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast and support us. That would be great because we're so grateful for all the people that think this is interesting what we're doing. I think we're it's interesting, so I'm glad that other people do. People like Heidi Feder, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton. Jeff Wilson, Phil Stanford, Scott D., Josh Price, Matt W.
0: Rays, who's right there and saying, I hope so. Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D. Raven, Spencer, Cosmic Girl Zero Two, Gleek Play 1, Disney, Desi, who may or may not be on our ranking Star Wars show, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, <laughs> if you want to be on shows, just join on Patreon. You can be on shows. Uh, also, I want to thank everybody who's been watching and mostly listening to the Outlander Club the last week. Um, listening to people's Star Wars stories, it's fun. Boom! All right, thank you guys. Never tell The guys brought to us by Patreon. Never tell the eyes. Thank you. Will Will Fennec Shan turn on Boba Fett? Will she turn on Boba
1: Fett? No, not yet. <laughs> well, then, uh, wait,
0: wait, wait, it's either no or it's a yes or no answer. You can't say not yet.
1: It's uh twenty percent. She might. Am I? I think like uh you put in your back pocket sort of thing for a couple seasons down the road. Uh, cause yeah, she's he saved her. <laughs> she was dead. Now she's alive again. So.
0: I mean, he's a, he saved her life, right? You can't just kill someone who saved your life. I'm gonna go. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna go full Brock. Because <laughs> I'm lazy. Full Brock on that one, 50%. Like, what? Like, you know, I, I think it's, first of all, it's too predictable, right? It's like, oh, so she's going to turn on him. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, everyone's kind of anticipating that. So what do you do to not do that? Blow our socks off. Oh, so full Brock. Uh, next odd, Brock, um, has will we get flashbacks in every single episode? Uh, wait, wait. Kicking Air says that uh, Fennec Shan's turn on Boba Fett is coming like a freight train. <laughs> and that, that's why I don't want it to happen, because we see it coming. So if we see it coming, I hope it doesn't come. But anyway, are we going to get flashbacks every single episode, Brock? Uh,
1: yeah, I think so. I think that's going to be the runner throughout. Um, I, I'm i going to go 99% on that one, because like it'll phase out at some point. But I can I, I see the... The flashbacks being uh, uh, throughout, um, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I think that would be great.
0: Yeah, I think the story is the flashbacks more than the present stuff. It's the flashbacks lead us to where we are. The flashbacks are going to lead us to where this show ends, basically. It's like because of what we watched, that's how we're going to get to where we get. So I'm thinking... I'm going to go 49%. I do think every episode, but I think they're going to fade away. And I can see the very last episode not having flashbacks. And that's why I'm going to go under 50 for the last episode. And if I'm wrong, so be it. Whatever. Um, it doesn't really... SD says that those uh, guards might be ninjas ninjas uh, from Kira. Kira would be cool to show up on oh. the show. Because we know Kira is a crime lord. So, dude. Yeah. Oh, I just opened up my... Uh and our final odd today is someone placing a bounty on Boba Fett. Is there a bounty on the bounty hunter, Brock?
1: Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, they sent those those assassins to kill him, I guess. That's more or less like a bounty in a sense. But I know bounty is more like he gets brought in, but like Yeah you person know, someone and to kill him that or said like yeah, I wanted dead or alive, sort of thing, you know, so. Yeah, hundred percent.
0: I'm gonna go 7396782 uh, percent because I think so as well, and I think that's how you get Cad Bane in the show.
1: Man, that would be awesome.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm going with. I'm going with there's a bounty on his head, and that's how you bring Cad Bane into live action. Um, and, uh, I don't care what anyone says. I'm sticking with that one. Uh, what do we got? We got, I uh, Heidi says that's she, she, Heidi says that's how we got Samuel Jackson cameo, which would also be kind of cool. Cause you know, he's not dead because no one is dead in star Wars. If no one's dead in Marvel, then that's 10 times more. So in star Wars, Because if they're dead, nah, they just lost an arm. There we go. Episode two thirty-five. All right. You want to go to the news?
1: let's do it i have one story
0: <laughs> all right here we go brock we are going to go to the news, news. Da, 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 da. news. all the right, da, 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 da.
1: Uh, news the news you need to ro- know right now um like i said the news of star wars right now is that book of boba fett came out and t- are like, could have been better. But uh, a a story that I saw a couple days ago, so this isn't really the newest thing, but Dark Horse is now back in Star Wars Comics. Oregon-based Dark Horse Comics will once again be spinning tales of cosmic adventure in the Star Wars universe in a new agreement with Lucasfilm and Disney Worldwide Publishing. Launching in the spring of 2022, this partnership will offer a fresh lineup of all-ages Star Wars comics and graphic novels inspired by of the franchise's creative world from the High Republic to the New Republic, the Imperial Regime to the rise and fall of the First Order. So that's very exciting. Some big, big stuff happened in Dark Horse Comics. So to have them return to the fold, uh, a company that understood how to make Star Wars interesting, no-brainer. But uh, the other news stories like Book of Boba Fett came out, I don't know if you heard about it. So check that out as well on Disney+. Plus. And this has been your hollow news.
0: Wow.
1: I miss, oh, being I, under, the news. I miss being under a graphic.
0: <laughs> well, I, it, send me the news article so we can make that happen. Never. I only have four moments from star Wars this year for our news story. I don't know what to, what to, what the heck. I, oh, you know what? Number five. Okay. So it's top. Five Star Wars moments of, of twenty twenty. The graphic
1: says hollow news.
0: Yeah, well we're still in the news. Bam! Top, oh top five. <laughs> it's, it's
1: before a- we get to top five, shout out to my boy Chris Carson who listens to this podcast. I don't know why, but he likes to listen to us while he's playing uh Space Engineers, I believe is the game, and he builds rocket ships <laughs> or space cool. cruisers rather. So it's like, should like start thinking up names because he, he texted me. He's like, what's a good Star Cruiser? This is his voice down pat, by the way. What's a good for a Star Cruiser like Star Wars? <laughs> and I, I said Hound's Tooth because I'm a boss cat. Um, but yeah, like call it. See, like one time he got electrocuted. So we call him Crispy. <laughs> so it could be like the Crispy Cauldron. I don't know. I'm I'm just saying random stuff to see if he actually will hear this part because I don't believe he listens to the entire episodes. But anyways, top five.
0: Top five, top five, Star Wars moments we are thankful for from 2021, the year of the past because this is our final (laughs) episode of the year. We're moving into 2020 also, and it's going to be great. By the way, New Year's Day, 12 p.m. Eastern time. Check out Ranking Star Wars, the definitive ranking, over 30 lists we're compiled to put together something that will surely tick all of you off.
2: Cause
0: <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part Brock is for five years, we've done this stupid rankings thing. And for five years, everyone that's on the show says, ah, oh, it's like every Star Wars is good Star Wars. And then one will, and then like one will hit a weird spot. And it's like, what? No, that's wrong. Every year. It never fails. I love it. Um, but you know, It's ridiculous to rank them, but it's something we do just for fun. It means absolutely nothing. All Star Wars is good Star Wars. Um, But but it's going to take a lot of people off, and I'm very happy about it. Um, Also, Brock! Brock! Check the board! Check the board! Kathleen Kennedy has been fired! Fired! Kennedy Out the door! Out of there! (laughs) She's she's been fired once again. For the 75th time this year, Kathleen Kennedy fired. announced herself fired, kicked to the curb, but she's out of here. Take that, Kathleen Kennedy ruined yeah. star wars and my childhood number five for me top five star wars when was 2021 kathleen kennedy being fired my number five <laughs> the obi-wan kenobi sizzle reel even though it's technically a year old i saw it for the very first time on disney plus day on disney plus which i thought was a great place to show it and uh and what really made me happy about it was that it it, it, it exists the show is happening uh we've heard uh you know, like don't what you're expecting is not what the show is. Don't expect it. Deborah Chow's directing every episode of this show. I have, <laughs> I have high hopes for it. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I can't wait. But that Sizzle reel is number five on my list.
1: My number five is Star Wars Biomes. I talk about this all the time. I double checked. It's a IMDb says it's a 2021 thing. So when they put that on um, Disney Plus, I think it was. Um. But, or may the may the 4th uh i thought it was this was, oh this is cool like they should do stuff and i think that's like a perfect thing for uh disney plus where you're just like oh we, we created this thing do you want to check it out i'm like absolutely it's basically just like a <laughs> moving uh yeah screensaver like it's awesome so yeah star wars biomes number five
0: yeah i was a yeah, that probably shouldn't been mine, but I didn't do it. Uh, the Life Day book. They made a Life Day book. It excites <laughs> me. I love that they did it. Have I read it? No. <laughs> but I want to, and I just I just, I just, love it. And I I haven't read it, but I just watched the He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special. And I'm like, man, I just like it when these properties don't give a damn, and they just do Christmas. Yes. And so I'm very happy about the Life Day book. I'm glad that it happened
1: um my number four is going to be the uh legos legos (laughs) lego halloween special yes that like it was cool and i like the fact that they're like oh yeah we'll put the full like it's a ren from the comics in this. i'm like okay 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 so yeah that was a fun little
2: video
0: i thought they did a i thought they did a great job with that like if i was Mm -hmm. It was made for kids, and if I was a younger kid, I think that's something that I would have really been into a lot more. I mean, I enjoyed it as an ad. Loved it. Mm -hmm. As my internet fails. (laughs) My number three, Brock, if you can still hear me, is Bad Batch Order 66. Bad Batch Order 66. Uh, I loved seeing that. I thought it was fantastic. You bring back what's his face, Freddie Prince Jr. Just a great, yeah. great episode of Bad Batch. I love, I love seeing that. I mean, maybe we'll see Order Sixty Seven one day. I don't know. It could be a cheeseburger with fries. We'll never know. But I love seeing that in the Bad Batch. I thought they did a great job. I know people are mad because the Canon comic. I don't really give a crap. I have <laughs> the Canon comic, and guess how much? I you know how many craps I give. This many craps I give. I can enjoy both of them. But I love seeing it on TV, and I can't wait till they change it in The Mandalorian. Go, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh man, I completely forgot about Bad Badge and not on my list diary. <laughs> 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 uh, my number three then is going to be Star Wars Visions. Like, that was a fantastic little series, Ooh, and like,
0: I forgot about that,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, like, uh, very, very cool. Um, And like I feel like I should rewatch it too. Like I watched it all in one go, and I was like, "Yeah, this is cool." And like, this is like, there's stuff in there that's like worthwhile. So definitely check that out if you haven't watched it yet. Uh,
0: my number two, the Life Day merchandise sold at (laughs) Disney resorts because I and it look I know it's oh Life Day, but it's not just about Life Day. It's about the fact that. Things that were not appreciated or acknowledged at the beginning of the Disney acquisition are now becoming acknowledged and appreciated, like the prequels and all that. And so that is a step for me. I don't need the look, I don't need the holiday special on Disney Plus because that thing is sorry, Heidi, that thing is god-awful and I don't need to watch it. But I love that there's an acknowledgement of it and a ridiculousness of it. And I would totally buy a Chewbacca wearing his robe. stuff toy absolutely i would i have a t-shirt from the holiday special that kicking air got me i would totally but i love that they're acknowledging it i love that it's a thing and i'm all for it and that's my number two
1: my number two is going to be the release of the high republic stuff and like i i think i said this on an episode past or i can't remember i am reading them again i just finished the the gray book um uh, the Shadows, and I'm now on Into the Dark. I I, I might have those flipped. <laughs> uh, into the Dark, which is, like, I believe, the next book after uh, Charles Soule, um The Light of the For- Jedi. <laughs> Here's my problem with High Republic. I can't remember the titles, and I'm having problems remembering the names of the characters. I, I'm like, oh, that I can get that part. I get the personalities. But I'm loving it. I finished reading that. I'm on the third one. I've downloaded a whole bunch of books. I am ready to go. Um, very. I don't know if anything big is ever going to come out of this, but like, I really like what they're trying to accomplish here. So High Republic, kudos.
0: I don't have High Republic on my list because I couldn't remember when it came out this year or last year, and I haven't read mm. any of it. But anyway, I don't uh, know. And are we on number one? Is this my number one? uh number one rock it's a novel it's a whole novel we're gonna read it all for eight weeks or whatever it is six <laughs> you it almost was, got me there <laughs> <laughs> it is the the booklet of, Boom. Boba fett. Book
1: of boba fett number one one episode in 2021 and it's just like yep i'm in i'm in
0: yeah <laughs> it's like this is the greatest thing to happen to star wars this year is this episode. Yeah. And that's what Star Wars is all about though, you know, like like and I don't mean to I'm not putting the books down but the books are great, but it's the the TV and the and the movies that bring us together as fans more than anything. Um no. because it's it's more accessible, right? Cuz I'm lazy. There's too many books too. Like I can't afford to buy all these books and I still think High Republic was the best decision they could have made um in terms of doing their own novels because they're kind of free to do whatever they want. And I love that. Um, but Book of Bonefat, man, it's Star Wars is back on the screen and I'm all in on it.
1: Boom. Think of my table. Yeah, no, I know. I can't agree with you more. Like, it's just, I'm just like, oh, why couldn't we have had this sooner? So it's just like,
0: mm. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so that's your number one?
1: Yes. Number one.
0: going to have a lollipop. Lollipop.
1: The amount of garbage in your set is ridiculous. This, this was
0: given to me. This and, and this one. This is the Grogu version of it. These were given to me by my nephew. He was very proud when he gave me both of those. And I absolutely love it. <laughs> All right, this has been the 235th episode of the Rebels Come Podcast, the very last one for the year of 2021. We're going to be back in 2020 also uh, with on January 1st, first 12 p.m. Eastern Ranking Star Wars. All 11 live action Star Wars films will be. Hey, Gatsby, Happy New Year. <laughs> You're great. Oh, look, he are. Wow. Can you hear him? <laughs> <laughs> he also sorry. likes Boba Fett.
1: He's not usually in the office with me, so I just like to get and, him. and he's gone. He likes Star Trek. Uh, anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Like that. I finally got him to come over. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was the that made our year. We're all happy. Say hi, everybody, to Gatsby. Um, but Brock, this has been the last episode of the year. We won't see each other until next year, 12 p.m. <laughs> Eastern on New Year's Day. And then we'll be back for 236 at, after episode two of the of the Boba Fett show. I'm guessing. Uh, but anything else you want to say while we wrap this puppy up?
1: Happy New Year to all, and um, happy belated Christmas! <laughs> Thank you so much for watching this, for listening. Uh, yeah, I love doing this. I love doing it with my friend James, and it's awesome. <laughs> we see each other virtually more than we see each other in real. In real life, but whatever.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it's true, but I mean, that's how that's just the way of the yeah. world right now, anyways. I kind of was, <laughs> we were ahead of the curve. We, we were ready. for it yeah, <laughs> We were ready. well, But yes, yeah, it is true. I love doing the show with you. And I have to say, 20 this whole decade has kind of sucked balls, but there have been two moments that have triumphed all. And one of those two has been uh your wedding. So thanks for bringing a bright spot to this year, especially. <laughs> it's been awesome. Um, but, I mean, that doesn't change the fact that, Brock, you were always scum. Rebel
1: scum.
0: Oh, hold on. I gotta bring Aaron. Scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.